Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. You have undoubtedly heard the complaint, right? Vancouver is so unfriendly. It's so hard to make friends here. And usually it's people who have moved here from somewhere else, whether it's Toronto or wherever, and they just say, we are standoffish. Well, maybe it's not us. Maybe it's just hard to interact with strangers overall. Now, our next guest has done a lot of research on this. Now, he was convinced that all you had to do was make an effort with strangers and everything would be great. Now, Maybe not so much. So let's find out what happened. Dr. Adam Astriani is with us, experimental psychologist and author of the Experimental History Newsletter. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Now, you like talking to strangers. Is that right? (laughs) Well, uh, I didn't until I read the research telling me that I should. So I was uh, uh, about five years ago, all this research was coming out showing that if you convince participants to talk to new people, they think they aren't going to have a good time, and then they go on to have a great time. Uh, and so I thought, why don't I get in on that? Okay, so how did you do that? Uh, so, so I took matters into my own hands. I was uh, in Atlanta, Georgia, in the U.S. for an extra day, um, and I thought, why don't I do an escape room with people that I don't know? And if you've never done an escape room before, this is like a, a room full of themed puzzles. It's like, oh, there's a bomb going to go off, and you have to find the code within an hour. Uh, I love doing these. I've done over 140 of them. Normally, you do them with people that you know. But uh, back before the pandemic, you could see like, oh, there's already seven people signed up for this slot. I can just be number eight and I'll go meet these people. We'll have a great time. Maybe we'll get a beer afterward. Um, (laughs) And that is not what happened to me. Okay, I love that. Because first of all, it didn't occur to you that maybe all seven of those people knew each other and were doing it together. And you were pretty much already planning like your new friendships. What happened when you showed up? Right. It turned out uh, they already had friendships with one another. uh, And none of them knew me. Uh, so I did this twice. Uh, one of them was definitely a birthday party. The other one might've been a birthday party. Uh, and I show up and I go, Oh no, I'm doing something weird. And all of them are like, who's this guy who's here? And so I'm like, so I'm like, um, crafting the story about like, Oh, my flight got canceled and that's why I'm here. And I just really like escape room. They're like, okay. And, uh, I gotta tell you, it's really hard to, uh, solve puzzles with people who all know each other, but you don't know them. It's very hard to communicate. And so I'm just this guy who claims to be really into escape rooms. It seems to be really bad at them. And then at the end, I just flee. Because um, you were holding yourself back, though, right? Because, like, you know, escape rooms, but you just didn't you didn't want to kind of take over. Yes. uh, And and it's hard to, like, communicate with stuff that you need to communicate when you're in a room. They're like, oh, like okay, I think like this thing goes over here. But if someone else is kind of working on that, you don't want to, like, grab it out of their hands. Um, so it is not the right situation in which to meet uh, new people. Okay, so, but you it worked before, right? You were telling the story there about how on the subway you talk to people. Like, it is possible yes. to be friendly with strangers, make those connections, and those are good for us. Yes, so um, some of the research that, that I was reading at the time, they ran this study uh, in Chicago where they 
caught people who were about to get on the commuter rail that morning to just do their normal commute. And uh, they randomly assigned them to one of two conditions. One was, hey, you should, can you talk to somebody sitting next to you on the train today? Um, and uh, at, the, at the other stop, we'll, we'll ask you um, uh, how that went for you. And some people were, were randomly assigned to just do what they normally do, you know, and sit quietly and look at your phone. And, and everybody predicted that uh, it'd be much better to just do what you normally do. That's why you are normally doing it. But in fact, the people who had been assigned to talk to someone new reported having a surprisingly good time. And this is actually a finding that we see over and over again. I've done some of this research myself. I've brought people into the lab, had them have conversations with, with one another. I have other people predict, like, how good do you think this is going to be? And people tell me, like, oh, this is going to be dreadful. Uh, they're they're going to talk for a few minutes and going to want to leave immediately. <laughs> and that's not what happens. People actually have a surprisingly good time. On one occasion, I had um, two people talk for the full time that we allowed them to, uh, and then they exchanged numbers afterward um, and presumably went on a date. Mm. Okay, um, so what's the difference so then? Work. Yeah, so what is the difference then, though, Adam, between that and those situations working out and, and everybody having a good time versus kind of what happened to you? Like, was there something that you're missing there? Yeah, I think it's the right context that um, if you are coming in to an experiment and you um, have, uh, and the other person is too, you both know that you've signed up to be there for an hour, um, then it's not weird to start talking that that's what you're there to do. Whereas if you have tried to celebrate your friend's birthday in an escape room and someone has decided that this is their chance to run a little experiment and change their own lives, uh, that's a bad time to start talking to new people. There have been studies uh, since then run by some friends of mine where they got people to basically do a scavenger hunt with an app that got them to talk to more people over the course of a week. And they found that even a month later, people were reporting um, that they feel more confident in talking to other people, that they feel better off. And so this can work. You just have to be wiser about it. Right. So this did go well for me one time uh, Based on the same research, I was standing at the deli counter at a grocery store, and I looked over, and the guy waiting next to me had a Princeton shirt on, and that's where I went for undergrad. And I was like, all right, time to make a new connection. I was like, hey, did you go to Princeton? And he said, no. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> but then we got to talking, and, uh, and he was like, yeah, you know, I'm here because I'm working in a psychology lab, and I'm interested in social psychology. I'm like, I work in a psychology lab, and I'm interested in social psychology. We got to talking. And now he's one of my colleagues and friends. Every time we're at a conference, he invites me to the, the big party that, that he throws. So this can but that work. that was small talk, right? Better though, than expected. Right. But I, seem, it's, it's, I think what you're, the difference here is like you're talking about getting to know each other through small talk, which we need to do more of, right? We can get to yeah. know people versus trying to put yourself in the middle of, of good friendships. Yes. Uh, yes. And I think a lot of people are like, oh, I, don't, I don't like small talk and... Uh, and there, there is other research that shows that actually people do enjoy ta- like having deeper conversations more so than they expect. They, they think that they're going to be rejected more than they are, that it's going to be more awkward than it is. But I'm much more a fan of small talk at the beginning because it, it's like easing yourself into the pool. Um, and so, yeah, you can be the one who's like, we should both do a cannonball into this conversation. And you can, and some people like that. But if you don't know what kind of person you're dealing with, like, why not ease in with a little bit of, oh, are you going to the university whose shirt you're wearing? No? Well, (laughs) how about something else that we have in common? Pivot to another topic. So what advice do you have then for us, Adam? Because we, you know, here in Vancouver, we are often told that we are not very friendly people. So is it really about just being open to the small talk? Yeah, I think it's it's about um, uh, being a little bit more open to the idea that... um, 
that the people around you could be people who are fun to talk to. That doesn't mean every single one or in all contexts or all the time. Um, but I think if you go through life feeling like I kind of know all the people that I need to know, there are no more potential friends out there. You're wrong about that. Every friend that you have was at some point a stranger. Um, and we know that, that people are a little too reticent to talk to strangers. So I think being a little bit more open is good. That doesn't mean it's always going to work out, but on average it will. And on average, it won't be nearly as bad as people think. But also don't use escape rooms to do this. All excellent advice. So thank you so much for that this morning. <laughs> Of course. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate that. That's Dr. Adam Mastriani, who's an experimental psychologist and the author of the Experimental History Newsletter. You should check that out. And he's written about the psychology of interacting with strangers, that there is like a sweet spot that you can hit there. And I think we need to hear that because we are guilty of this. I know myself. I've even said that. I know all the people that I need to know and I don't have room for new friends. And then somebody comes along that you go, I like that person, but it takes time to get to know them. Maybe we're not just open enough on that, you know?